last time on Pokemon Rollout. After defeating Narav at the Trilithin Sanctuary Gym, the gym leader asked the team for help, infiltrating the Flames of Agony base located within the Sanctuary and bring back evidence of what is going on there. They have from sunrise to sunset to accomplish this. The team was also allowed to befriend a Pokemon within the Sanctuary, but not catch it unless it chooses to leave the Sanctuary with the trainer. Professor Sneeze befriended an Oranguru, Charlie convinced a sleeping Rowlet to join him, and Liliana sweet-talked a Salandit to join her team. They were then off to find out what is going on with the Flames of Agony within the Sanctuary. Liliana stealthily made her way past several Pokemon guarding the facility until she reached a room with an odd humming sound. When she entered, she found what appeared to be an Apricorn Ball with eyes. What are these mysterious creatures? Let's find out in Pokemon Rollout! Play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG Podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Alright, so last we left everyone, uh, Professor Sneeze and Charlie were sitting and watching the outside of the building with the loud red and things, and Liliana was looking through the door to the room full of buzzing apricorn balls with eyes that had uh, three other humans in the back area as well. <laughs> Liliana, you notice that two of the human beings there uh, are kind of dressed in what seemed like really like heavier, thicker leather armor type things, and they're moving to the boxes, especially in the back, and are picking them up, uh, the cages that have the apricorn balls, and are picking them up and kind of shifting them over and stacking them in the back area, uh, while the last one, which is, once again, uh, the shamaness, is kind of sitting and uh, surveying all of this. Um, can I tell from where I'm... S- hmm, I suppose I have to use perception. Um, it's going to say, like, if from where I'm standing, if I can recognize anyone, or do I have to roll perception for that? Um, it's a decently lit area, but they are decently far away. It's it's not quite warehouse size, but it's pretty large. You can tell that this that this room kind of takes up most of the uh, space within here. And while it is decently lit, it's all lit with uh, torches and fire. There's no electrical implements anywhere. No lights, no uh, anything of that sort. I rolled a six for perception. Okay, um... You don't recognize anyone specifically there. These people don't seem to be someone that you've run into. Um, plus, the shamaness is wearing a full robe that completely obscures her features. So, it could be the same shamaness you fought before. It could be a completely different shamaness. Um, from what you can see, you're not really able to judge her height compared to the other ones where you are right now. So, you're not exactly sure. You're pretty sure it's female simply because it's wearing the shamaness robes, but... 
Uh, with that, you do you are able to tell that the back wall, just to something about it, the back wall is kind of, um, it seems to be an entire giant door, like a garage door, that's looking to open up in the back. So it would be on one side of the building there. Mm. Okay. And that's where everyone is right what? now? They're all by that big door? Yes, they're all down by that big door. Okay. Um, I... You know, besides the Machop playing cards and the Loud Red, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to use stealth to maybe like sneak over to where they are, but like hide behind some crates. Okay, um, give me a stealth check. Rolled a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, you are able to sneak up close to them, and you don't see any of them notice. So it doesn't seem like any of them have noticed you. Uh, as you can get closer, like you can, uh, they aren't really talking much, and the, the shamana seems to be looking back and forth. Uh, one of the people in like the heavier armor kind of puts up one of the, the cages and just kind of stops for a moment to kind of center himself. I mean, he is wearing full, like thick leather armor and moving these big cages around. The other one walks by him and just like uh, puts a hand on his shoulder for a second and is just like, last shipment, last shipment, we'll be all right. And nods and just goes back to what he is doing. So, yeah, because <laughs> like those, like spheres, whatever the, the like little apricorn things, those are small, right? They're like the size of a pokeball, right? They're they're like the size of a Voltorb. Like the size of a Voltorb. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, great, I can try and sneak one of those out. <laughs> that might be a little heavy. I mean, you could get one into a pokeball. Um, that's true. Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're kind of, like, full-size in there, so, yeah, they, they are... They're a little bit smaller than that, and they're maybe a foot in diameter. So, decently small in size, but still kind of large from, uh, like, hiding one away. Okay. Because, yeah, because, like, a Pokeball would work. I just don't know how it would be for, like the flash of the Pokeball when it contains the thing? Mm-hmm. Or if it would pop back out right away, too, even? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's... That it wouldn't... Even... Yeah, there's no there's no definite fact that it's going... that it would immediately go into your Pokeball. Plus, uh... You notice that, uh... Or plus, you know, there's going to be a bright flash no matter what you do uh, with the Pokeball capturing it. Uh, can you give me a perception check quick? Sure. I rolled a six. Okay. Uh, as you're heading over there, you notice that while it doesn't seem to be looking directly at you, you're able to see more of the eyes on these little apricorn balls as you're going, and all of them are tracking you. They're not looking directly mm-hmm. at you, but all of them are kind of tracking the general area where you are and kind of following as you move. Hmm. I was just going to say, like, I don't know if I would have to roll another perception for this or intuition or something. But, like, I'm guessing they're probably looking at Crunch. But, yeah, I don't know. If they're not looking directly at um, me. Give me an intuition. Okay. I rolled a 12. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't seem like they're looking at Grunge either. 
um, they're just kind of looking around, and you notice that uh, the ones you get closer to, the buzzing is coming from the ap the, the uh, apricorn balls and intensifies as you get closer. Um, you also notice that your Pokedex and a couple of your Pokeballs get start feeling a little warm as you get close to them. So your Pokedex and your oh, Pokeballs and a few things. Uh, basically, everything oh. electronic you have gets warmer as you get closer to them. <laughs> so even though my Pokemon education stinks, my Pokedex might be able to tell what they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Please don't so make me roll for Pokemon education. <laughs> no, you, okay, so you're pulling out your Pokedex to check on them to check them. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. Um, so you pull out. You're, you're pulling out your Pokedex. As you pull it out, uh, you notice a blinking light on the top, and your Pokedex says low battery. Um, okay. It you charge it, but you can basically it charges automatically when you go into Pokemon centers and things. So it should it's been it was fully charged this morning. Okay. Uh, can you give me a technology education check? Oh, dang it! You know, okay. These new models they don't never have as good as battery life as the old ones. I heard someone <laughs> blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> you also have you also have gone several days without uh, having to charge your po your Pokedex. It was fully charged this morning, and you've done several days without needing to charge it. I rolled a three. You charged a new Cherubi Dex. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, so you rolled you rolled a three. You said. <laughs> yep. All right, you rolled a three. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you scan the nearest uh, apricorn ball, and your Pokedex your Pokedex thinks for a moment and goes, and then in a cool, calm, robotic voice says clearly, error. Unsure Pokemon typing. Maybe unique type. Please see list for details. And it prints out a list. That was in a very cool, clear voice that echoed through the through the through the uh, room you're in, by the way. Okay. Of yep, I was wondering about that. Uh, Dang it. Okay. Yep. And yes. Can I quick roll a stealth? The shamanist the the shamanists and the defenders <laughs> are looking where you are. Right now. So uh, oh, fantastic. Yep, yep. You hey can guys. roll a stealth since you do you do have the uh, badge on. Uh, roll one for grunge as well. So Liliana got a twenty-two. He's fine. Grunge, I'm a little worried about. Uh. <laughs> oh, he got an eighteen. Okay. Wow. So that I... actually worked out well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so I'm glad. I'm glad grunge hit hit well. But I totally hoped it, hoped it was like a, a six or something, so like he's mostly hidden, but like they could still see his tail. <laughs> there <baby>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, g good job, Grunge. Good boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so uh, you quickly jump behind some crates and things to vanish again, and uh, Grunge follows you pretty much silently. Uh, you watch as the two guys in armor go in the completely wrong direction. Um, you're looking okay, you're kind of taking a breath, like, okay, I have some time, it's good. And then right near you, you hear a Growlithe. Could it be Agni's champion here? Well, that would mean the archetype's handler is here as well. And the shamanist walks directly past your uh, hiding place. Uh, for a moment, you you her eyes kind of settle on where Grunge is hiding, and she squints. 
but then kind of shakes her, or her, like, hood sells her, and she squints for a moment before shaking her head and walking just a bit farther past. So, the shamaness is right near you, but doesn't seem to know your exact location. Uh, the defenders are in the complete wrong part of the room. So I break out the old razzle-dazzle, punch her in the face, and run off. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I mean... Um... It's prime, prime uh, operating space for. A I was about to say, like that is a complete, that, that is a viable strategy um, if you want to, but. Well, but don't punch not, her. not the, yeah, not Maybe the punching thing. But the razzle dazzle for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. You're astonished, yeah. Yeah, astonished okay. I can do. <laughs> so you're breaking out the razzle dazzle. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'm gonna do that and then run out okay, of that roll. place and back to Charlie and Professor Okay, Chase. roll accuracy for me. Um, so... Yeah. <laughs> I rolled 14 for accuracy. Okay, that hits. It is an auto, it is uh-huh. an auto flinch because she didn't know you were there. Oh, that's roll right. damage. Oh, um, I rolled 19 total. Sorry, there you go. <laughs> Uh, perfect. So you did 19 damage. You did 5 damage to the Shamaness. Uh, but she is flinched. So you jump out and do the whole razzle-dazzle, and she reels back and basically falls into a stack of crates, which collapse on her. And then you head off running. As you head off running, you hear behind you, Hey! Uh, and you burst out the doors, um... Are you trying to sneak past the Machop, or are you just sprinting past the Machop in the Loud Red? <laughs> oh. uh. Uh. Let's go ahead and sneak. Alright, give me a stealth check. I rolled a 21 for Liliana. And a 6 for Grunge. 6 for Grunge, okay. Sure. Cut, cut away to Professor Sneeze and uh, Charlie, and Charlie's like breaking out the trading card game, like, no, 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 this is what you gotta do. You gotta, the the birds go here, and they they eat the fish, <laughs> right? Well, that, that doesn't make any sense. No, no, it's perfect sense. Just, okay, let me start over. <laughs> Guys, what okay, are you talking uh, about? Oh, wait, I don't know. You're not out yet. Okay, okay uh, never mind. So as you run past, you, you just hear to... my voice echoing in your minds. You manage to run past, uh, but you hear the... Um, so you manage to run past, and the um, Machop keep playing their card game until... Uh, and then one of them looks up and goes, Chop? And seems to be staring directly at uh, Grunge's wildly wagging tail. And as that, as he's staring at that, uh, the door bursts open. The defender goes, "Hey, stop them!" One of the defenders comes out. Uh, so the Machop are getting up. But um, should should I should Charlie and I roll a perception check? Sure, give me a perception. I uh, will say, Liliana, you and Grunge are faster. So if you so. Uh, I'm, I'm putting you in initiative, but you guys are faster, so you can s- still run. But everyone has basically seen us by now, correct? The defenders 
and the Machop can see Grunge. They do not seem to have noticed Liliana. The defenders saw you as you sprinted out the door, but they don't see you now. I rolled a 5 on perception. 17 for mine. Okay, uh, Charlie, you can hear muffled shouts coming from the building. Professor Sneeze, you're still confused as to what's going on with this game. <laughs> I just don't understand. Hang on, hang on. Well, I hear some stuff going on there. Liliana might be in trouble. Should, should we do something? Or let her... I don't know. Um. Uh, I, I don't know. Um. I, I don't want to expose her if, if she's doing alright, but if she needs our help... Uh, I, I didn't hear the... I didn't hear her shout the, the code phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. I don't even remember what that is. <laughs> <laughs> What was the code phrase? It was like magic. My magic carp is flying, or something. Yeah, or magic carp is flying. That's right. like the magic carp flies at midnight now, or something. Like that. <laughs> magic carp flies at midnight. <laughs> okay, so uh, Liliana and Grunge are up right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to have. Well, I guess first of all, I'm going to have, um, uh, what formation is that all of the, are all of the enemies in right now? Uh, right now, the defenders are maybe, uh, I'm calling, the defenders are the guys in armor, sorry, I didn't, I realized I didn't ever specify that. Um, <laughs> oh, they are a good 100, 200 feet down the hallway from you, uh, just coming out the door there. The Machop are about... Maybe 20 feet away in a little, like, side guard room. Yeah, which isn't really, like, it's not a full room with, like, walls everywhere. It's The walls are maybe about uh, chest high or so, just because kind of like a uh, sectioned off area, rather, like, more like a lounge than an actual guard house. Okay. Um, um, I am just going to have Grunge use Leer right now. Um, Use Leer, okay. Yeah. You can hit both of the uh, Machop. Okay. I rolled 16 for accuracy on that one. Okay. Both of the Machops see uh, Grunge leering at them and shudder. Okay. And then Liliana is going to um, throw out her Magikarp Victoria. Okay. Um, while she's doing that, she's going to kind of like call back to where she knows uh, Charlie and Professor Sneeze are and yell the password or code word whatever catchphrase <laughs> jingle <laughs> alright <laughs> so there there, there is a closed jingle <laughs> there is a closed there is a closed door between you and them do you want to open the door and yell it or do you want to simply yell it through the closed door oh that's right there's a door okay yeah I'm gonna open the door first <laughs> <laughs> okay, you open the door and yell it, thoroughly confusing the two loud red guards who are stationed right outside the door. Um, but Perfect. that also means that uh, Charlie and Professor Sneeze, you can hear it immediately. That's it, Charlie! Bernie, go! <laughs> Archie, run in and help! We'll catch up! 
Actually, no. Here, should I do this? What? I'm, I'm gonna change something. Do it. It's not Bernie that I sent out. It's Chomps. Magikarp. Oh, no. Yes. Magikarp for the win. <laughs> Some odd Magikarp battle. I see. I see how this is. <laughs> Let's put that jingle to good use. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate. Appropriate time to use hey, magic. Chomps almost won a battle before. Almost. <laughs> almost won a battle before. <laughs> and all of the uh, all of the little uh, qualifiers. You know, qualifiers. Parts in there. Yeah, all the yep. qualifiers in there. Yeah, Archie goes first. So I he can yeah um, he can close with one of the loud red at the moment. Okay, he will do that. Okay, one to the left and, and one to the right. I, I just want to make sure I, I get the rules all right. If he uses Scratch, can he continue past the Loudred? Using the path. Since they are stationed directly adjacent on either side of the door, he couldn't pass through them and into the door. Okay. But he could pass through both of them. Because he has to go in a straight line. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Okay. He'll run up and, and scratch at So give me two accuracy checks, then. One for each. Okay. And we've got a... Two and nine. Two and nine. Okay, the first... Uh, Loud Red is able to kind of dodge to one side and get out of the way of the scratch as it comes, but the second one is not so lucky. So roll damage for that one. Alright. Um, that's gonna be... Ugh. 32 physical normal damage. 32 physical normal. You did 22 physical normal damage, and it is still good. Alright. So you kind of claw through it, and it reels back in a way like, wow. I'm trying to get out of the way of everything, but it is still able to keep standing. Um, I'm going to have Victoria um, use Tackle on uh, the one that just got scratched. Okay, so she flops out the door and goes after the loud red. Okay. <laughs> she, she hasn't I, I been in the, battle yet, so... I, I had the mental image, and it was just perfect. Just clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> She's trying, alright? <laughs> oh, she got a, a six for accuracy on that one. Okay, that hits... Okay. So go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Okay, so I have a quick question. I think I might have been yes. doing damage wrong sometimes. So it okay. has the, like, the dice that you're supposed to roll, mm -hmm. plus a number right next to it. And then it has plus yes. another number. <laughs> yes. Oh, damn You add both of those oh. numbers. Yep. <sighs> okay. So, yeah, I have been getting weaker dice rolls. Anyways, um... <gasps> Wait, hold, hold on, one, one quick I... thing. Victoria has the is holding the Clear Lake badge? Oh, uh... No. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay, um, that means she has a plus two to her speed stat as well. Or plus two combat stages to her speed stat. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh, thank means, you. Uh, she's, she still goes second, but her speed is 22, not 16. <laughs> She's wow. very fast. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, thank you. So go ahead, yeah, go ahead and roll damage for tackle. Uh, 24. Normal physical. Wow, you rolled the max, you rolled max damage, nice. So you did 14 normal physical damage. Woo. Which, uh, this loud red is reeling back from the scratches, you know, and then gets smacked in the face by a fish. How is that loud one looking? Uh, decently the worst for wear, but it is not injured yet. Hmm. It just because looks Whisper a shame that it just got slapped by a magic carp. Yeah, it, 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 it has, you know, slapped in the face by a fish. There's no real reaction to that you can have. You're just like, what? <laughs> no positive reaction to being slapped in the face by a fish. It's just... That should cause flinching. <laughs> Anytime a Magikarp is with an attack, it causes flinching. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's well, just like, did that just happen? In, let's see how well this Loudred likes getting hit by two fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I was but, going to but, say, if, if, if someone slapped you with a Magikarp, I would say that would cause flinching. Oh, okay. The Magikarp but slapping you Magikarp. Itself, Yeah. No, all that's, right. that's alright. That's just a Magikarp attacking. Okay. <laughs> uh, 11 for accuracy. That does hit. Uh, 22 normal physical. Okay, so that did 12 normal physical and does manage to give this loud red an injury. Watch out. So it got slapped once by a fish, got slapped again by a fish, and now it's just, it, its eyes have gone a little cross-eyed. <laughs> So it's kind of just really like that. Uh, um, the other loud red, who's just seeing this barrage of attacks on its loud red buddy, just looks over and is like, "What? I gotta go help him out here!" And so uh, it jumps forward and shrieks at Chomps, the one who slapped last. Uh, that you can literally see the burst of sound come out of its mouth and its ears and slam into Chomps. Uh, and Chomps takes 22 normal special damage. No injuries. Yeah, that was echoed voice. Ah. So it just screamed that, and you can hear the echoes of this shriek still just filling the air and dissipating slowly as things as uh, time goes past. I mean, Charlie really needs to be a cheerleader. But instead, he will throw a rock at uh, the other loud red. So the unwounded one. So let's go ahead and see if I hit with that. Uh, eight. Yes, that hits. So roll damage. Um, that's gonna be 24. Physical, normal. Everyone. Okay, that did 19 physical normal damage. No injuries yet. So that one's just finished screaming when it gets a rock to the nose, and she's like, ah, loud. Kind of rubs its nose uh, a bit. Will there be any indication if these Pokemon are catchable? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, based on what you know of the uh, Flames of Agni, it's decently unlikely that these Pokemon have been caught. So yes, it's likely that they've been catchable. However, you are in the middle of Trilothon Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good call. I'm still inside, but aren't I? You are still inside, yes. You are right next to the door since you opened it, but you are still inside. Okay. Can I just, like, 
grab grunge and take the few steps left to be outside to go outside. <laughs> uh, you step right up, so now you're right next to the Loudred that rushed over. Because uh, it ran, hey. ran over to the other side, so it was kind of right in front of the door. Um, if you move any farther around it, you, it'll, you'll provoke an attack of opportunity, but right now you're right next to it, so you haven't provoked anything yet. You should give it like a flying side kick or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about using Rock Smash. Um, so I'm going to do that on the Lodger that's looking worse for wear. I rolled 14 for accuracy. Okay, that does hit. So roll damage. And then 23 total damage. Fighting physical. 23 total damage. Okay, you did 25 fighting physical damage. Um, basically, Liliana doubles up two fists and just swings around and just belts this loud red right across the nose. Um, and it goes back, bounces off the side of the uh, off the side of the building, kind of bounces back up. And looking at it, basically only that momentum is what's keeping it standing. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, it is, like, it's completely cross-eyed, wavering on its feet. Uh, it does not look like it knows how to do much of anything at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you know, you brought it down to exactly zero HP. <laughs> so, it's not, it's, it hasn't, fa- it hasn't fainted yet, but a gust of wind will knock it over. Wow. Mm-hmm. So can I just, like, blow on it then? <laughs> Beatrice comes out and just kind of flaps her wings. <laughs> roll, me an ac- roll me an accuracy check, just for the humor. <laughs> Yay. Um. Aw, I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the wind... Gus wind. The wind as it blows by. <laughs> yeah, the, the wind manages to prop it up from your gust of wind. It's just enough. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana just got, like, too excited and just blew in the wrong direction. (laughs) Yeah, not quite. She, she, like, you you took some time to, like, strike your cool pose and then, like, blew blew at it, but you realized you were looking at the wrong Loudred. (laughs) (laughs) So that Loudred just kind of, like, blinks at you, like, what, what, what? (laughs) I just, like, fanned it. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, since she pretty much KO'd that one, um... I'm gonna run up a little bit closer and power up my hair muscles and use try attack on the other Loudred. So, the roll... 17! Okay, that does hit. Alright, um, and since that's 17, that is going to burn it. Okay. Uh, 42 normal special damage and it's burned. 42 normal special damage. Yep. Um, no, not okay. not 42. Um, 52 normal special. 52 oh, wow. normal special damage? Yep. Okay, you did 46 normal special damage. Which gives the, uh, it's two injuries, but does not faint it. So oh, wait, no. Nope. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, I did the math wrong. That... Nope, I was right the first time. 42. 42? Yep. Okay, you gave it one injury then, but did not get it. So you flex your hair muscles, and a beam of multicolored light comes flying out, predominantly red, and just fires into this uh, loud red who's 
uh, still has its mouth wide open from complaining about being uh, hit in the nose and everything, and it just goes <laughs> right down its gullet, and it just goes... <laughs> and just uh, spoots out just like a, a little gout of flame, and then you, you notice that it's kind of like feeling much the worse for wear. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright. So, while all that's going on, um... The Machop get to go. Liliana, glancing back, you see that one of the um, Machop seems to have stopped for a moment, and instead of chasing you down, it's just kind of centering itself and uh, focusing on its. Uh, it just kind of like seems to be focusing and getting itself pumped up. Uh, that Machop uses focus energy. The other Machop seems a little more uh, up for attacking you. It jumps up. And it goes to grab Liliana around the waist, and it does, and uh, just leaps up and basically suplexes Liliana. Uh, Liliana, you just got hit by Seismic Toss. So ta- uh, you lose 20 HP. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Well, thanks. I can just imagine Professor Sensei not the character. Nice. I mean, it's, it's bad for Liliana, but that was really good for him. That, that was an impressive move, but yeah. <laughs> Liliana just, like, turns around from where she's lying on the ground and just tries, like, blowing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Frail old man, I'll push you over. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to help you! (laughs) The defenders, they come running up the hallway. Uh, One of them just focuses fully on sprinting to get up to the front, and he gets up right near the other Machop and things there, so he's right in range. The other one is doing it, but he's also kind of doing some movements where he's kind of jumping back and forth. And you see as he's kind of jumping back and forth, he's moving himself faster and faster. He uses agility to bump himself up two combat stages. So he uses Venner. He's still a little—he's a little farther behind than the other one because he didn't use both his movements to get up there. But he's faster. Uh, the shamanist has yet to make a reappearance. Uh, meanwhile, the other loud red, who's just sitting there and wavering and weaving back and forth, uh, just <laughs> opens his mouth up. And shrieks. And you notice that the echoes from the earlier shriek kind of combine with this one and just increase the power and uh, damage of this horrifying scream that's coming out of this loud red's mouth. Uh, this is echoed voice on Victoria and hits. No! It does uh, 49 normal special damage. Ooh. Victoria. Ooh. Okay. So this wave of horrific sound just blasts into Victoria, who's lifted up into the air and away by just goes shooting up into the sky from this blast. Yeah. And Victoria's blasting off again. <laughs> and you see a twinkle of light in the sky which steadily grows larger and brighter. And then slamming down where Victoria was and in several places around it is this gigantic 
blue serpents of just uh, giant blue scales no. and just the most horrifying face everywhere, and it just looks up and just roars back at the loud red, which passes out. Congratulations, <laughs> Victoria has has evolved into a Gyarados. Yay! Yes. I'm and that so loud pumped. red is done. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go ahead and switch down to that. like two HP right now with three injuries from that. Uh, nope, because Victoria <laughs> is now uh, fully healed and her injuries are as well from evolving. Yes, score. Uh, and so we change the magic card to Gyarados. And <laughs> uh, Professor Sneeze is going to shout to Liliana. Liliana, did you find anything that we can bring back to, to Narav? Yeah, I found some really big weird orb thingies that were messing up with my technical stuff. Electronics, there we go. <laughs> you, you also fa- There are also papers and things in the offices that she looked past, but she didn't actually look at any of the papers, so maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, I relate all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. I'll imagine what Nick said in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) We have such similar voices, though. Right, right. Yeah, right. It's so close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then I'm going to say, Archie, um, run in and and grab one of those orb ball things or or papers and and get back out as quick as possible. So that's what Archie's going to do. He's going to run in and run out. Okay, uh, um, so he, I he guess. can make it to one of the areas if you want, at the moment. He'd have to, like, two one in one turn, come out in the next. Sure. That's what he'll do. Uh, okay, give me... What are you looking for specifically? Um, I guess the, the papers would probably be a, a good thing to grab. Um, okay. Unless, uh, unless like, you... one of those orb thingy ball thingy ball for paper paper. April Calpord. April Volt is what I've been calling him, but. What do you call um, him? April Volt. April Volt. I like that better than April Calpord. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if, if one of those are, are quickly able to be grabbed and Archie is able to pick it up and run quickly, then one of those, uh, otherwise, just um, papers. Now that Archie's run in, you can give me a Pokemon education due to his take on the buzzing noise, as well oh. as uh, if you want, if he's searching through the papers, uh, just he, he'll just grab them. If he's, or no, then give me a general education. If he's just grabbing papers, then he just grabs them. Okay, so Pokemon education for Archie, right? Yes, for Archie. Uh, he got ten on Pokemon education. Okay. Uh, the April the April Volt are hungry. Oh. In fact, to the point that they are starving. Ooh. Oh. It's unlikely that they're coherent at the moment, so talking to one of them and convincing them is unlikely to happen. Right. Um. Okay. They're starving. And does he know what they would eat? Uh, with a Pokemon education of check, check of 10, uh, he, not for... From hearing, just hearing them and not seeing them, he's guessing that they're Voltorb, but they sound a little odd. Uh, Voltorb are electrovores. They eat right. electricity. Right. Okay. So he figures they're hungry and would want to eat electricity, and so probably wouldn't be able to 
reason with them too well at this point, and we're in a hurry. So, a- April, um, like, uh, or Voltorb by themselves, they're not necessarily unintelligent, but they're just odd. They have a very strange thought process, so convincing one of them is difficult in the best of times. Right. Uh, with them crazed by hunger, it may not be easy in any case. Okay, so is he searching um, through the papers for something good, or is he just... Yeah, he's going to do that, so I rolled a 9 on general education. Okay, uh, he's able to jump into the first room and is checking through them all for everything. He finds a letter that just skimming through it looks fairly good. It's talking uh, to someone about the shipments from Trilathon Sanctuary, making sure that everything's going okay, and it's signed and sealed by someone higher up in the... Uh, in the Flames of Agni hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So that thing in itself sounds Grabbing like it'd be very good. Um, so he picks that up, and he hears in the room... <laughs> ah, this is That'll... nice. I was about to go looking for Agni's champion, and truly be a better prize, but any archetype is a pleasant surprise. No. No, it's not. Um, and... Nope. Nope. Um, I disagree with everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Archie has the disconcerting uh, sensation and sight of seeing a pair of darkened claws stick out from his stomach and pass completely through his body without leaving any harm. And the shamanist goes... Ah. Normal types. Ah, yes. And their pesky, <laughs> and, and, and pesky immunities. <laughs> you are so lucky. Awesome. <laughs> I, I imagine Archie just says some snarky little like fact. <laughs> yes, uh, normal types are. According to their nature, immune to ghost type moves. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have Victoria use icy wind on. Okay, who all is still up right now? Um, there is still one loud red, two machop, the two defenders, and the shamanists. Okay, uh, with, la- that... with yeah, the, the machop oh, that sorry, suplexed Liliana. As well as, yeah, the other one, the two defenders who are running up the room, uh, the loud red who's still there, the shamanist who's in who's in the other room. So okay. with icy oh. wind, you will hit. Just you know, with icy wind, you will hit the loud red, both Machop, one of the defenders, the one the defender that ran up, Liliana, Chomps, oh. yeah, Liliana and Chomps. Uh, give me a command check if you don't want Victoria to do that. I got an N11. Yeah, so, uh, it seems like Victoria kind of, like, rears up, her body is covered with an icy coating, but then she stops for a moment and glances at Liliana. So, right now, Victoria is listening to your commands. (laughs) Liliana just, like, wipes a hand across her forehead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, um, 
Um. Okay, so we're not gonna do that then. Um. Uh, she'll just bite the loudred then. Okay. Roll accuracy. I got 12 for accuracy. That hits. And then. I got 38 dark physical. Okay, that does 34 dark physical damage. Um, so, uh, Victoria reaches down and just chomps over the top of the louder its head and lifts it up, shakes it a bit, slams it against the wall and drops it. And it bounces and bounces back up, but it's looking almost as bad as the other one was. <laughs> it's still, it's a little more focused, it's got a little more going on, but it's looking almost as bad as the other one was before it uh, fell over. Plus, it's still accidentally burping up uh, fire every once in a while, so. <laughs> Alright, uh, Chomps is going to go ahead and do a tackle on uh, on that loud red, see if we can knock it out. Chomps rolled a 5 with an AC of uh, 2. Alright, this loud red who's still weaving and wondering and wondering what's going on manages to just barely smack Chomps out of the way as it comes towards him. <laughs> so Chomps lands, is clearly unhappy about this. He just saw a Gyarados come on the field and is like, hey, where's it? when's my chance here? Um, <laughs> so Good that... try, buddy! <laughs> you got this! It's in there, it's weaving, it's wondering, it's going on, and it just decides, um, actually, with that smack, as well around, it smacks at Chomps, and, uh, actually, the smack isn't quite hard enough for Chomps to take any damage. <laughs> so Chomps just flumps and just goes over, and it kind of wheels, belches out another burst of, uh, fire, and falls over. It is fainted. <laughs> Into the burn. It might be hard to tell with a magic card, but Chomps is uh, flopping like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are, okay, so we got some, so we get, so Charlie and Professor Sneeze and Chomps are outside. Is yes. Lily out on the inside or should she make her way outside as well? Uh, Liliana is basically yeah. in the doorway outside. Okay. And the the machops are those. And there's a machop uh, directly the, on behind the battlefield. Her. Yes. Oh, well, there's a there's a machop machop directly behind her that's basically just suplexed her. So. Okay. Well, that's no good. Uh, Charlie's gonna throw a rock at that one. <laughs> okay. It's a seven. Okay, that hits. Right. Uh, it's a 23 normal physical. Okay, so that actually did 13 normal physical damage, and that Machop is still up. So, uh, you throw a rock, and it hits that Machop in the eye, and she staggers back a little like, Chop. I am going to go ahead and use Faint Attack on, okay. on the Loudred. Uh, there's no Loud Red currently still standing. Okay, just kidding. Um, there is I... a defend- with your whip, with your whip, there is a defender in range. Oh. Okay, we'll hit him. Um, okay. poor guy hasn't done anything He looks yet, like he wants a beating. Yeah. 
Taken for prisoner. Um. Oh, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna leave him out of this for now. Um. So instead, I'm gonna use. Uh. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna use Rock Smash on the Machop instead. Okay. I got ten for accuracy. That hits. And then 22 fighting physical. Okay. That uh, 12 fighting physical damage. No injuries yet. So again, you do like the double backhand and slam it, but this time the chop gets up its arms to block it in time, but it still kind of knocks it back a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and use Swift um, and try to get... Can I have... How many of the defenders and Machop and stuff can I get in uh, your, Swift Attack? Your best the, hit with the Machop would hit the already hurt Machop mm-hmm. and the defender. Those two that. are close enough for the blast, yeah. So, alright. Uh, using Swift. Sending the stars from my hair. Not a crit. Um, 32 normal special damage. Okay, you do 22 normal special to the Machop and give it an injury. Uh, for the Defender, it's a 22 normal special. Uh, you mm-hmm. do 11 normal special, but no injuries for him. So both of them kind of go staggering back as that hit happens. And uh, they're all kind of working through that. The... And they're, kind of, they're staggering back, figuring out for it. The Machop kind of gets its bearing and just stops and gives uh, Liliana a death glare. And just doesn't do anything. Mm. Oh, meanwhile, the other Machop... Liliana waves at it. <laughs> <laughs> the other Machop comes running up, sees that there is now a Gyarados standing out there, and just blinks for a second... Then jumps forward and and uh, has an open palm smacking at the Gyarados. And actually manages to move one of its giant scales over with the force of the blast as it hits it for... Uh, 33 fighting physical damage. Which is halved because it's a flying type. So Victoria doesn't really notice the punch okay. much, or the, the yeah, karate shot much. Yeah, four damage. Yep. Yay. Meanwhile, the defender that kind of psyched himself up as he was running towards uh, runs the rest of the way up, straight forward, and just like sprints full tilt to slam into Victoria as well. Ooh, he's fresh. Mm-hmm. You want a piece of this? Uh, which hits. Seriously, who who runs up to a Gyarados and like, I'm going to tackle this thing? Flames of Acne. <laughs> or whatever, whatever movie is doing, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and he does 33 normal physical damage. Slam. The other defender mm-hmm. has been watching all of this go on. Uh, man, I don't have many targets, and there's no reason for them not to attack the giant sea serpent. 
Like, seriously, like, why, why wouldn't they attack giant sea serpents? I don't know. Why wouldn't they? It's, <laughs> it's cooler than them. Okay, I have another idea. This, one of them decides to walk up, and uh, the one who's kind of got hit by the swift and things walks up and looks over and notices that there is a magic carp lying on the ground. And he just goes to <laughs> kick it. <laughs> oh, no. And he misses. <laughs> so he goes to kick it, and Chomps flops out to one side, and he kicks the wall, and just as they're jumping on his foot through it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. Ow, 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 ow. That's fantastic. Because... Oh, man. <laughs> That's the best. These people cannot roll, is what I'm, is what I'm learning from this. <laughs> That's right, Chomps, he just took out a wild red and a guard. Yep. <laughs> Guard's still up. He's just, you know, not happy. See, Chomps, you don't even need to turn into a Gyarados. <laughs> He's just Chomps, the ultimate, uh... Magikarp. Oh, the, yeah, the ultimate Magikarp. Okay. Almighty Chomps. Right. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Archie, in the room, he hears... <sighs> Never mind, you're not the main target in any case. And uh, a shadow shoots past him and into the wall. Uh, everyone else, in front of her, you see a, sha- a blurred uh, yellowish shadow come firing out and slam its claws down. Uh, sl- slam large claws down straight at Grunge, who is still standing next to Liliana. Luckily, Grunge is able to dance to one side and once in, in, for a second, just yipping in surprise. But uh, the sh- yellow shadow materializes into the form of the shamaness. It's claws sitting there, and just uh, she pulls out her claws and like just turns to face the group of you again. Uh, the Machop, who had given uh, Liliana death glare, jumps forward. And just goes for a giant uppercut at Liliana. Whoa. Which slams into Liliana and does 53 fighting physical damage with revenge. Whoa. Oh, man. I am currently knocked out. <laughs> Are you at zero? Yeah. You're still conscious. You can you can just do only a move or a standard action. You can't do both. If you do both, you immediately pass out. Okay. So, uh, Liliana got hit by this uppercut, and you're seeing stars. Everything's kind of fading in and out of your vision. Uh, you're you're teetering back and forth, and don't even realize it. To you guys, it looks like she just took, you know, a hefty uppercut from a fighting type in the face, and is just kind of weaving back and forth barely on her feet. Looks like a gust of wind will knock her over. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie's gonna run back out. Um, the shamaness is out there now? Yes, the shamaness is out there. Okay. He's gonna trade in his digestion buff for this this turn um, okay. from the, the, the lollipop that he was eating last episode. <laughs> but still the same day. Um, so now he gets, um, uh, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna spend, um, 
one AP to give him the temporary hit point. Okay. Um, so, get that. And he gets plus four evasion. Let me make sure. I gotta. This my chef stuff. I get a bunch of stuff. Um, he gets plus four evasion, plus four accuracy, both for just his turn, but also plus five to his initiative. So his initiative this turn is 33, which doesn't matter because he's beyond anything else. <laughs> he's first anyway. <laughs> so fast he's going to last next time. <laughs> but um, with with that uh, accuracy bonus, he's going to come out to astonish the shamanist. So, uh, money. Yes. Um, that is a uh, uh, eighteen. What'd you roll? Natural what? Fourteen. Natural fourteen. Okay, so it didn't flinch, but it does hit. It doesn't flinch. No, but you have. To, it has to be a natural roll. It can't be a, a bonus. To roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I hit anyway. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Um. And that's going to be 22 ghost physical damage 22. on the top. So that actually did 17 ghost physical damage. So uh, no injuries yet, but now she kind of reels back from the razzle-dazzle and is <laughs> reacting to it. Like, okay, um, if Victoria were to use Icy Wind, who all would that hit right now? Uh, Liliana... Okay, never mind. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say Lili- Liliana, Archie. Uh, I'm just gonna see who it was. It was it's gonna hit both Machop, Liliana, Archie, both defenders, the Shamaness, and Chomps. Do it for Chomps. <laughs> so what we just need to do t- is isolate all of them on one side of the field with Chomps, and then use Icy Wind. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh wait, wait yeah, a second. Just... Oh, wait a yeah. second, sorry. Um. Oh, you're good. Okay, with it, sorry. It, I was thinking it was a blast too, which changes its its attack pattern. Um, right now you could hit the shamanist, but you'd also hit Archie. You could hit the uh both the Machop and one of the defenders, but you'd also hit Liliana, or you could just hit Chomps. Archie's got uh, an increased evasion and extra HP, so. That's something. <laughs> <laughs> That's something, alright. Um, I think I'll just use Bite on the Shamanist for now, then. Use Bite? Uh, give me a command check. Ah, oh, that's right. Let's go all the way back over here. I got a 7 for that. Okay, uh, Victoria is okay with the bite. It does. She doesn't cover herself in icy things enough, but the shamaness hasn't touched her. She doesn't care about the shamaness. Now, who did hit her is that stupid defender down there who slammed right into her. So she bites the defender. Give me an accuracy roll. Dang it, Victoria. Um, I rolled a 16 for accuracy. That hits. Roll damage. 
38 dark physical. Okay, so that does 23 dark physical damage. Uh, no injuries. It doesn't quite flinch yet, so... Uh, she chomps down and gets a hold of the defender's arm, and he manages to wrench it away after a bit, but it's not looking all that good. Meanwhile, Chomps, Ch- Chomps has had it. He's he's tired of being sitting around here as a Magikarp while uh, Victoria <laughs> the Gyarados goes around and just uh, slams into everything. So he vibrates and bursts with, with glowing light, and now there is another Gyarados on the field. <laughs> Give me a command check. Bet you're jealous, aren't you, Professor? Uh, seven for a command. <laughs> uh, you know what Chomps doesn't like? Chomps doesn't like the wall. He's tired of the wall. He's done with the wall. He uses Iron Tail on the wall. <laughs> so the entire front wall of this building disappears as a Chomps slams a glowing gray tail over it and slams into everything. Um, everyone who is in front of the area there... So oh, no. that means uh, Victoria, Liliana, Archie, and all of my uh, all of the enemies. I'm just gonna oh. say, due to the sheer uh, anger of it, everybody and all of your Pokemon who are out, besides Chomps, because Chomps is the one doing this, give me an acrobatics check. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> this is really the I was game gonna say. <laughs> you, he knocks things over. I see if I can get out of the way. <laughs> uh, Charlie rolls a twenty-two in acrobatics. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he uh, is Lillian. Wow. <laughs> Good for Charlie. <laughs> also, you're you're an expert in some. Are you an expert in stealth? Is that your expert? Rate? In stealth, yeah. See, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe one day when he's not as much of a goof. <laughs> um, I got a 12 for acrobatics for Liliana. Does Grunge have to do one too, or is he far enough? Or yeah, Grunge does as well. Okay. Um, Archie got 10. Um, Professor Sneeze got a rock. <laughs> No. <laughs> Grunge got sick. Literally, to the face. <laughs> it's true. The, it's very true. on the ground, or to the back, and to the knee, and yeah, <laughs> to the side, uh, and a few other places. <laughs> All right. Uh, everyone who rolled a ten or above on your accuracy, you're able to dodge most of the rocks and everything there. Liliana gets incredibly lucky because she is standing directly under the doorway, which doesn't collapse. Woo! So she's able to dodge all them. Uh, everyone else, you're able to dodge most of the rocks, which means uh, you take eight typeless physical damage. Uh, everyone else who got uh, below ten, it takes fifteen typeless physical damage. Okay. Uh, you see the defenders, uh, basically they dodge most of the rocks, and the ones that hit them, they shrug off from their armor like it's nothing. The Agni- the, the shamaness doesn't move. The rocks pass right through her. Gross. Uh, but the poor Machop, who I almost forgot Question, about. Question, should I have healed Charlie up? I should, he, he would have healed up before this, right? He, hasn't he would have healed prior, yes. He would have been healed up prior. So he hasn't taken, he shouldn't have taken any damage oh. yet. No. Yeah, he wouldn't have taken, you guys wouldn't have taken any damage prior to this. Because you didn't, yeah, you, you had a whole day to heal up. 
one of one of the Machop does significantly better than the other. The uninjured one surprisingly does worse and takes a couple rocks to the face. But the mm-hmm. injured one is able to dodge most of them and in fact actually punches one sizable chunk into powder before it hits him. Which means... And uh, Chumps just roars at the sky like, I'm awesome, that wall is gone now. Alright. Uh, Charlie, very excited that Chomps has evolved. Uh, throws it up under there, like, yeah, way to go, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> um, and he... Oh, I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna throw a rock. He's gonna throw it at, um... Uh, we have two Machops and two Defenders. Yes, two Machops, two Defenders. And does anyone have injuries? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You do have two now, uh, Liliana, because you did make it to zero, but... There we go. Uh, one Machop has one injury. Okay. Uh, I think Charlie's going to throw the rock at one of the defenders. Okay. 13 for accuracy. That does hit. And uh, max damage, uh, 16, 27 uh, physical damage. Okay, are you doing the more injured or the less injured one? Um, let's do it on the more injured one. More injured? Okay. Uh, you do 12. Normal physical damage. Uh, and it, he kind of staggers back a bit from being hit by the rock, but is otherwise okay. Um, I'm going to use one of my super potions on myself. Okay. You heal back up. Uh, spray yourself over with the yellow gold super potion and kind of <laughs> manage to get yourself into a slightly better shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, the destroyed ruins of what was the front of this building. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use try attack. Um, and actually, uh-huh. I didn't see this before, but I should have. I'm going to trade in my digestion buff because I ate my nice little bulkine earlier. Um, okay. And I'm going to use try attack on the... Not the shamaness because she's probably ghost type. <laughs> um, I think we've established that actually pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use it on a defender. Okay. One of them. More damaged or less damaged? Uh, more damaged one. Okay. Alright. Um, that's a 14. That hits. Uh, that's going to be 49 normal special damage. 49 normal mm-hmm. special. Normal special, you said. Okay, that did 38 normal special damage. It gives uh, him two injuries... And while he's still standing after being bombarded by light and gets knocked back a bit, he's looking much the worse for wear. <laughs> Take that! And uh, the Machop, the one who's kind of still doing good, who just who, all he's, all that's happened to him is a rock to the face, <laughs> kind of looks back between uh, Victoria, Chomps, Victoria to Chomps, and just throws up his hands. 
and then jumps forward and skids, looking to slide under Chomps and basically just tip him over, tip Chomps over onto his own face. He hits. What is Chomps's weight right now? Mm-hmm. Weight is six. Yikes. So, that is a damage base of twelve. Yikes. Mm-mm. That's that doesn't sound good. No. Well, seeing as Iron Tail has a 10 damage base, you can extrapolate off of that how much a 12 does. <laughs> he rolled three ones on his d12s. That's oh, hilarious. Wow. <laughs> so, so he did 28 norm, uh, physical fighting damage. 14. His defense is 14. That's not as bad as it could have been. Yep. No, 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 no. He took, he, he, took, he took half of 28 minus his defense. His defense is 14. He took half of 28. Oh, oh wow. Nothing. Yep, because uh, Gyarados are flying types. Rawr! <laughs> he took half damage from fighting. Uh. So, uh, rather than actually landing on his face, uh, Chomps basically just slithers back up and glares down at this Machop. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, the other Machop, who is just like, alright, this is stupid, goes to suplex Victoria. <laughs> Unfortunately, he forgot that Victoria is now enormous. He doesn't quite get a good grip enough to suplex Victoria, who is looking down at this Machop going, what? What? Why? Silly. <laughs> the indignity. Uh, the one defender who's doing fairly well, who hasn't been dealing, uh, hasn't been hurting very much for anything here, uh, jumps forward and just shoots a barrage of punches at Victoria, which hits. Uh, so he hit twice. That's something. Twenty-five normal physical damage to Victoria as he just punches her a few times with good solid punches. The other one, uh, like the other one who's kind of like reeling a bit, kind of looks like he's getting up, uh, and the shaman turns and goes, the shipment, go! And he turns and blinks and just turns and sprints back into the into the building. Uh-huh. And away. Uh, meanwhile, the shamaness growls up and is just like, Ugh. despite this mess, I will get something out of this, and just goes for a giant uh, scraping slash at... Grunge. She hits and does 41 ghost physical damage. Just a giant claw just scraping all along Grunge's side and up, and up his back a bit. Okay, so I'm down to 15 HP. Yeah. Uh, he started out at 63, not 50, because he was at full health. So 63 minus oh. 35 is 38. Oh, okay. I don't know why I had that done. So, no injury yet, but... Yeah. It's hurting a bit. Pretty close. (laughs) Why me? (laughs) Yeah, Archie's gonna come up and use Fury Swipes on one of the defenders. Okay, so the one that's still there, right? Yeah, 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 the defender that's still there. And we've got an 18 on that one. That hits. Um, and it's five strike. 
So yeah, roll a d8. Okay. A one. Okay, you hit once. So just roll the roll the damage that it shows there. Yeah, I figured. I was hoping for something more impressive. But that's mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I rolled a t- I rolled a two on my five. What, what do you think, Archie? Is Penny? <laughs> <laughs> one can hope. <laughs> um, that's gonna be uh twenty eight. Really? 28? Yeah. 28. Normal physical damage. Ugh. Oh well. Uh, so you did 13 damage to him. It kind of scrapes along uh, his armor and leaves it kind of tattered with the leather there, but he's still doing pretty okay. Yeah. He's still good to go. Uh, it is Victoria's turn. I will tell you right now, Victoria is very angry at the defender. <laughs> okay, so probably not the only thing so if you if you target anything other than the defender, she will probably attack. You'll have to do a command check to get her not to target the defender with that move. <sighs> okay, so just um, um, so if he is icy, when okay, um, is the shamanist still around, or she's she's in the building now? You said no, she's still around. She's, okay. She just clawed at uh, Grunge. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and command Victoria to bite the shamaness. Okay. Um, oh, and I did roll an eight. <laughs> so that's good. Perfect. Uh, Victoria growls angrily at you, but reluctantly turns towards the shamaness. Okay. So roll accuracy. I got a 12 for accuracy. That hits. Roll damage. 38 dark physical. That did 43 dark physical damage. Woohoo! Which gives Shamanus two injuries, but she's still up. So uh, Victoria goes and just chomps down, and the entire place where the uh, Shamanus is just vanishes into... Victoria's maw, and you actually see, like, a wisp of, like, yellowish vapor appear before finally, like, as Victoria rears her head back, it forms back into the shamaness, who's just, like, almost seems to be fading out of reality. (laughs) There. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Alright. So who's Chomps mad at? He, He did, he'd give that wall a good number. But, but yeah, he, he destroyed that wall. That was pretty good. But you know what? That other Gyarados has been showing him up this entire time. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> it's been attacking things and doing different things. And, you know, only one Gyarados gets to be the alpha here. And he's got to show uh. this Gyarados who's the alpha. You need to roll a 12 or higher. All right. God! <laughs> Nearly a critical fail. <laughs> Why do you oh, hate okay. me? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, luckily, he used Iron Tail last round, so he cannot use Iron Tail this round, but he does use Bite. Roll accuracy, please. <laughs> miss. Miss. Fifteen. <laughs> Why? That hits. Okay, uh, roll damage. I'm sorry, Victoria. I hate you. <laughs> Barely control your Gyarados. I'm doing my best. I have a command of three. 
<laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> Get rid of our friends, <laughs> not on, food. On a 2d6, I rolled an 11. Okay. Uh. So you did 39 dark physical damage to Victoria. Victoria is also flinched. So Chomps uh, just leaps over and slams into Victoria's throat, and she rears back and is just roaring in surprise while, while the Gyarados is just shrieking. Chomps is just shrieking as he jumps over and bites, and they slam and demolish the rest of the front wall. If anything was left there, it just falls under their weight. No one, get, no one gets hit by it, but it just falls apart under their weight. And uh, there, and they're going there. Uh, um. Seeing this, I'm like, mm, okay. Um, let's let's bring Chomps back. Come on, back Chomps. You you did a good job, buddy. Charlie, like a little bit afraid. Give me an accuracy check. <laughs> oh no! Liliana's just glaring him down right now. A nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chomps sees the beam coming and tries to dodge it, but doesn't quite get out of the way. So uh, Chomps is is successfully returned. All right. Good. <laughs> I have two badges. It should be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a Gyarados on dry land with another Gyarados positively destroying the battlefield. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll use round trip. I don't. I haven't used any AP yet this scene. Hey, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. So let's uh, get out. So uh, we still we have we got the defenders who are out, and then um. Both Machops. One defender, both Machops, and the Shamanas. Okay. Yeah, let's get, uh, let's get, um, Cuddles up, my Bagan. Let's get him to evolve soon, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a while to go. I know. So, come on out, Cuddles! (laughs) Um, Charlie, then, um, uh, uh, we got... Let's throw a rock at the defender then. Okay. It's a 12. That hits. And uh, 23 uh, normal physical uh, uh, was the damage on that one. All right. That did eight normal physical damage. I'm chipping away at him. Slams into his armor. <laughs> and uh, it slams <laughs> into his armor again. This time he kind of just shrugs it off and is like, ah, rocks everywhere. Kind of getting used to being hit by rocks, unfortunately. Yeah, well, th- these rocks are uh, taking off, like, I assume at least a tick of health each time. Pretty close, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Liliana is going to. Um, Can I get an insight check from everybody quick while I'm thinking about it? Insight? We don't, we don't use that. <laughs> Intuition. Intuition. Intuition, thank you. Yes, that one. Okay. <laughs> I know the names um, of things. <laughs> Liliana got a seven. Twelve. Uh, nine. Okay, um, at this moment with, like, things being damaged everywhere and all this going on, you realize that the shamaness has given up this location. She's decided it's a lost cause, that this isn't going to be a battle that they're going to win with you guys throwing out Pokemon left and right and everything going on here. However, um, she doesn't seem to be willing to leave without, without anything, and you notice her, uh, her hand creeping towards a 
almost like a pouch that's almost the exact same color as her robe at her belt. Uh, that seems to have several spherical shapes inside of it. Okay. Uh, just a, a grunge has not been captured in a Pokeball yet, right? Grunge hasn't. Nope. Hasn't he? <sighs> thought he was. Oh. Yep. Okay. No. Nope. I thought so too, but <laughs> he was not. Not at all yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. I mean, you might need to go back and re-listen to something. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, because I really wanted to use grunge for something. <sighs> um... Okay, yeah, I guess I'll just do this. Um, Liliana is going to take out one of her great balls and uh, quick run over to Grunge um, and open it up a little to him and be like, Hey, I think this is getting to be a little too risky having you out here. Um, Can you please jump in here for your own safety? Grunge looks over to you and whines for and whines a second, but then taps his nose against the great ball. You hear the dominant shriek in anger as he vanishes in a flash of light. As Charlie says, a booya. Liliana just like smirks over at her and waves. <laughs> and Professor Sneeze is going to use whiff. Something. Okay. Uh, out. They're Machop. Yes. At the moment, you can probably hit the defender and both Machop, or you could hit the Shamanist. I'm not gonna do that because it's not gonna work. So I'm just not. Okay. <laughs> Swift never misses. I, I know. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna do the the defender and the Machop. I rolled not a crit. Okay. So. Not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hard enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Twenty-nine normal special damage. Twenty-nine normal special. Okay, the Agony Defender takes fourteen normal special damage and gains an injury. So he's hit by the stars and then he just kinda staggers around like that and this gets finally punching some holes through his armor there that's getting to him. Both Machop take nineteen. Uh, the one that's only taken a rock to the face so far just kind of shrugs off the stars after a bit. The other one gets really hit, including one that hits him straight between the eyes and looks like a gust of wind's going to knock him over. And he's at zero. For the third time this this battle, someone is at exactly zero. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. Blow on him! <laughs> Blow on him. Alright. So... Then the Machop, seeing a new contender on the battlefield, is like, no, no, we're going to shut this down fast. And he jumps towards Cuddles. Uh, This is the uninjured one that jumps towards Cuddles and goes with just an open palm slam with his hand. And he hits. Uh, He just strikes right at the back of the neck of Cuddles and does 46 fighting physical damage with Karate Chop. That is a lot of damage. He's pumped and using Karate Chop. He critted. Alright, so uh, Cuddles does take an injury. Yeah, two injuries, actually, because he he took more than half his, his health. 
two injuries. <laughs> um, and then 57 minus, what did I say, 38? Yes, minus 38 is 19. No, 20. Thank you. Yeah, 19, yeah. 19, yep. Uh, so yep. that yep, yep. that strike, just uh, almost like a backhand with the blade of his hand, strikes Cuddles in the back of the neck, and uh, he's armored there, but it manages to snap his head back and knock him to the ground for a second before he pushes himself back up. And, uh, a little bit of shaky legs, but he's still doing all right. The other uh, Machop, who's just teetering and going on trying to figure out what's going on, he... Snaps his head forward and stares down uh, Professor Sneeze. Mm. But otherwise does not move right away. Come at me, bro! <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Liliana, who's sitting and smirking at the shamaness, and she's going through there, uh, suddenly feels uh, oh, yeah. blades chunk into her abdomen. Yeah. And it does 40 ghost physical damage, and you lose a take of hit points. Oh. That's just what I want. And I'm down to 3 HP. Uh, did you also lose a take yeah. of, hit, of hit points? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're, you're down to negative 2. Oh. Good. And so you gain another injury. That's even better. And uh, the shamanist leans in as your as your sight begins to cloud over, and it's just like you will never be worthy of Agnes Champion. And she twists her cl- her claws and pulls them out. That is so rude. <laughs> so Liliana slams, uh, just falls to the ground. That's not okay. From that. Uh, meanwhile, the Machop, who has been weaving, just kind of stumbles forward and stumbles straight towards Professor Sneeze. And goes for a giant barnstorming swipe, which slams into Professor Sneeze's side. And it does... 56 fighting physical damage. And as it slams into Professor Sneeze, it spins and just passes out as well. (laughs) A little bit of a kamikaze suicide bomber Mm -hmm. type there. Um, yeah, it, it so almost looked like it was passed out as it was swinging, but it still connects. Nice. Yeah, that's that's gonna do it for me. Um, the sh- the shop- Charlie's the only one still alive. She, well, he's the only one invaded. awake at the moment. Yes, uh, and the Pokemon. Um, Professor Sneeze just like it, it sounds like all of his hips are breaking at the same time. <laughs> So he just goes skidding. I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> so he goes skidding to the side and falls down. Uh, the shamaness spins and walks. Uh, she surveys the scene and bends over and starts searching through Liliana's uh, pack. Uh. And as she's searching through it, she pulls out a few seconds later a familiar looking great ball. Alright, Archie is going to use the con pass. Um. Coming over to Professor Sneeze's pouch, he's going to grab a Pokeball and throw out uh, to get as close to the Shamaness as possible. Uh, Gemma the Doduo, sending Gemma the Doduo out. Okay. And using Baton Pass. Using Baton Pass. Okay. Uh, Cuddles is going to use uh, Dragon Breath 
and we got um, we got the defender, and we got uh, the the machop, right? Yes, the defender, the machop, and the shamanist are the three who are still around. Uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna go for the machop though with the dragon breath. Okay. That's a fourteen. That hits, but doesn't quite paralyze. God. Oh well. Hopefully. Um, 8, let's say 18, 28, 29 dragon special damage. Okay, that did a 19 dragon special damage. By the way, folks, in case I didn't say, I forgot if we brought this up, Cuddles is my bagger. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, it deals one injury, so, uh, Bagon stands up and just breathes this bluish-purple fire at the Machop, which just leans back and she's, like, patting out the flames on her, and it's just... You can burn, but the worst for her, but it's still standing. Alright, Gemma uses Tech on the Shamanet. And that's a 12. We two. That hits. 30 flying physical damage. Okay, that did 16 flying physical. Just stabs over and over again with its long beak into the Shamanist, who cries out in pain, is kind of like wheeling back and away from it. And going through that, but she manages to uh, hold on barely onto the Great Ball and is still standing. Okay. Um, who is Victoria most angry at right now? The Shamanist <laughs> for knocking de- for for uh, for stabbing her trainer, who has always been very nice to her. Good. <laughs> um. And the uh, and the sham and uh, Victoria technically was flinched from the last bite attack, but oh, it's a Gyarados. It's angry. Go ahead. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to have Victoria use bite. Um, I rolled a ten for accuracy. That hits. So I got thirty-seven total for damage. Uh, Victoria roars and leans down. Chomp. Gulp. There is no more shamaness. <laughs> the great ball is lying on the ground where the shamaness was. <laughs> um. Okay, Charlie uh, throws a rock at the machop, I guess. Right. Uh, 14. That hits. I should know this here. Uh, should be tw- 21? Yes, 21. It does 11 damage. And knocks it down, but it manages to still stay standing. Yeah, it's still standing, that Machop. It's kind of leaning back and forth. That Machop looks around and notices that the Shamanus is gone. Thing, And it turns, te- turns tail and starts running away. Uh, Cuddles gets an attack of opportunity, so make a struggle attack. If you want to. Accuracy is 10. That hits. So roll a struggle attack. Struggle. It's at the very top of your move list. Uh, 7 plus 6 is 13. 33. Normal physical. No, hang on. Wrong one. Yeah, 7 hang plus on, 6 let's is 13. <laughs> I have to say, what, who are you looking at? 7. Uh, 25. Still not bad. As um, the Machop turns to kind of run away and retreat back up from all this uh, Cuddles jumps up and slams the back of its neck with the, with a chop and it falls to the ground the defender kind of looks around at things and is like 
Uh, he turns to run back into the building. Victoria gets an attack of opportunity. <laughs> 18 for accuracy. That hits. I got 5 for that. 33. Uh, normal physical damage, which does 18. Which isn't quite enough to knock this guy down, so uh, Victoria just slams into him, which actually knocks him further into the building. And he just <laughs> keeps running through there. And, and stay out. <laughs> Can Gemma use Pursuit? He's fleeing. Yes. Oh, let's do that. Gemma's eyes flash as she sees him trying to run away, and she darts after him super, super fast. Um, uh, that's uh, a 12. That hits. So damage base of 8. Uh, 34 dark physical. 34, that's 19, and that is enough as it's getting slammed back. Uh Dodo runs forward and just slams right into the the defender and just knocks him against a wall and back down to the ground. So he's out. Uh, a, f- a few seconds later after that, um, Charlie, you hear the whip of reins and you see um, our four ponies up pulling some sort of cart just go racing off farther along that path that you saw earlier into the sanctuary. Uh, the defender who ran away first seems to be on the reins. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> Charlie says, uh, hey, look, they're, they're getting away in, in that cart. Charlie, you are the only one conscious. Victoria is staring at you, confused and growling. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> Je- Gemma is, is kind of pecking the ground, looking for food. Um, um I, so if I have to prioritize my actions, I use a potion on Liliana. On Liliana. <laughs> Okay, uh, if you use a potion, oh, no, she wakes I up... Re- do I need to use a revive? If you use a potion, she wakes up in ten minutes. I'll uh, revive. Okay. Let me make so sure you- I have Thank one. Thank you. So you're back up to 20 HP, uh, and you wake up immediately with uh, Charlie just uh, giving you a revive, finishing up giving you a revive. I still have injuries, correct? Yes. Um, you notice that Charlie is currently... Yes, you still have the same amount of injuries. Uh, you notice that Charlie is currently having a bit of difficulty giving you a revive since he's wrapped up in an angry, uh, in an angry <laughs> Gyarados's coils, which is also coiled around you protectively. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana just kind of like pats Victoria's scales and is like, it's fine. It's fine. He's cool. He's cool. Just get, get back into your, get back into your Pokeball. You've done really good today. Thank you. <laughs> But at this close proximity, you can't miss, so you're able to get uh, Victoria back in her Pokeball with no problems. <laughs> Liliana goes over to Charlie and gives him a big old pat on the back. <laughs> Thanks for the revival. <laughs> so you feel the slight twinge in your abdomen as you move your arms and stand up? <laughs> okay, not a good idea. Um. <laughs> Time to get on our way. <laughs> Gemma has has uh, flipped over Professor Sneeze and is trying to root through his uh, pockets for food. <laughs> I'll go ahead and use my other potion on him too. Uh, no, not, not, sorry, not 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 potion. Revive, revive. <laughs> uh, that would happen. Uh, 
Professor Sneeze, as you wake up, you uh, barely are able to move out of the way as one dodo head uh, flips up past you. Uh, one dodo head is looking away, and is it looks like it's giving its best attempts to trying to look nonchalant and whistling. The other one's still looking for food in your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get out? Uh, return. <laughs> you return the dodo just fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, while this is going on, Liliana goes and grabs the Pokeball that Grunge is in. Okay. Returns it to her pack. Uh, there's also the sheet of paper that Archie had, which is like sitting next to uh, Professor Sneeze's stuff as Archie returned himself. Uh, I'll there. pick that up and uh, look it over to see what it is. And seeing that it's that uh, a letter from someone higher up, I'll, I'll say, um, I, I think this this is what we should bring back to to Nurav so that he can he can use it as evidence against what the Flames of Agni are doing. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will also that. know that you have two fainted uh, loud red. <laughs> Two fainted Machop, um, uh, and a fainted d- uh, guy in full leather armor. Yeah, <laughs> I'll um, take it. No, and, I'm just uh, with, and, and I was like, and with, the, with the front of the, oh uh, with the front of the building dis- destroyed, you can also hear a faint buzzing. Oh, oh yeah, those Voltorb. That's right. Um. Why don't we bring the Voltorb along with us, too? Can, can we, can we, wait, Charlie doesn't know that they're hungry. Um, Archie does. <laughs> in fact, Charlie doesn't even know they're a Voltorb. Arch, Archie's still in a Pokeball unless you take them out, unless you take them out. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Archie out, um, since he witnessed more of the battle than I did at the end there. Um, <laughs> so he can, he can help explain things and help me out with all this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he explains what's going on and everything. Uh, just realized Charlie's the only one who knows where the shamaness went. <laughs> um, He's, he, like, literally, Archie was gone before the shamaness was, too. So, Yep. Mm. Yep. She got eaten by Victoria, right? Yes, she did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great, we have a captive! <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, we do with the one guy here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have okay, one captive. I was thinking about that, though. Like, if we have ropes and stuff, can we just tie him up and, like, haul him back? Yeah. 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 I think so. Uh, you Pokemon that Pokemon that have ride or have a power capability of four or above. Okay. I, I'd call out boss and have him drag him. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's let's tie him up. I've got some rope here. Um, and uh, can I roll survival to, to tie it around yes. him? Yes, yes, that would work. Um, <laughs> when you release... I'll, I'll, I'll tie him up, and then um, I'll have Boss uh, drag him back into the in, into town where um, Nirav will know what to do with him. <laughs> and I rolled a sixteen on my survival to tie him up. You trust him up pretty well, huh? When you release Boss, he takes a look around the like the destroyed battlefield, the fainted Pokemon, the front uh, area gone, and just gives you a long suffering <laughs> sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you missed this one, Boss. 
But look, you, you've got a prisoner that you can carry along. He gives you a very level look. <laughs> just grabs the end of the rope. Oh, uh, let, 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 let's let's look in uh, on the those those vault orbs that uh, Archie said are in there, and they're hungry. Um, so we uh, they they eat electricity, so we should provide them with that. Um. Uh, before we go inside, can I quick capture one of the machops? Unless someone else wanted one of them. You are in the sanctuary, but yeah, you'd have to be very sneaky about oh, it on the right. way out. <laughs> Never mind. Dang it. Oh. Uh. You definitely can, you just have to hide it. Uh, I mean, I could, but no. Do you has any empty Pokeballs on them? Oh, because that's what they were checking. Yeah. yeah they are checking how many, how many Pokeballs you came in with and making sure they're empty and how many Pokeballs you went out with and making sure they're empty. Notice any old Pokeballs already in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. That's true. Give me... Yeah, perception check. Yeah, sure, I'll take a look. Not great, an eight. So looking around, you are eventually able to find a uh, small saffron-colored pouch on the ground, which seems to contain uh, two regular apricorn balls. Um, they certainly pick some of them and say, hey, I found these. They seem to be green apricorn balls. Um, I'm going to hang on to one, but Lilian, if you want to use one and try and, and sneak him a chop out, you can have it. Mm. Yeah, okay, might as well try. Wait, what are the reper- like repercussions if we get caught? <laughs> I mean, you're breaking one of the laws of the region. Of the entire region. Mm. It's also... I don't think that's such a good idea. D, D, D is kind of sacred. D, D is kind of sacred. It's kind of a sacred space to the D, too, so... There's yeah, a whole cultural then, thing, but... And that's going to make mm, Professor then. Sneeze pretty queasy, too. <laughs> yeah, this this is the place you grew up with and things. It's almost... it's feels practically sacrilegious to you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, I, 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 I say leave it. Yeah, it's best not to tempt fate. Or people. In authority, I guess, sometimes. Out, out of, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with you confiscating this, this gentleman's uh, apricorn balls, because he's a criminal, and you can have those. But uh, don't don't capture any Pokemon in the in the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, I'll just take one of his apricorn balls. Okay. And Unless I have anyone else one. wanted them. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, it is kind of it's still it's kind of midday, maybe a little later at this point. We we go inside to see the the Volcorbs and maybe free them from their cage. Okay. Cages. Um, good. As soon as you guys um, walk into the room with the uh, uh, it's about half full of uh, Voltorb, or the apricorn balls with the eyes and things there. Um, Charlie and Professor Sneeze can give me Pokemon education checks after seeing them. Um, also, as soon as you walk in, they all turn towards you and start, and the buzzing gets louder, and uh, all of your Pokedexes start beeping. <laughs> Ooh, critical success. That's a 12. Nice. 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 Um, that's a 26. No, not 26. 21. 
20, okay, 21. Um, okay, Charlie, you are able to see that these are at least very similar to, uh, to Voltorb, except that they seem to be based, they seem to be looking more like apricorns rather than pokeballs. Going through that, they're, they're a little bit smaller than the average Volt, Voltorb 2, uh, but apricorns are a little bit kind of smaller in the size as well, so that kind of works with it. Uh, if you had to guess, you'd guess that they aren't pure electric type. They're probably something like electric grass or electric bug even going through there. Uh, Professor Sneeze, um, you're pretty sure these are electric glass, grass types. Uh, apricorn, or, uh, yeah, apricorn type Voltorb. Uh, they generally, there are a couple areas of very strong magnetism within the sanctuary proper. And mm-hmm. so these would be living there and feeding off of the excess magnetism there. Uh, the fact that these exist at all is fascinating, simply because it means that uh, Voltorb, the general thought process of a Voltorb, of how they came to be, is that somehow a Pokeball mutated or something there just to make them there. Mm. But this creates an alternate hypothesis that Voltorb are actually some sort of mimicking Pokemon, very like Ditto, that actually mimic uh, the ball types of those of those things there. And they they were around. They may have been around for far longer than they thought, mimicking apricorns before Pokeballs came into being. Except uh, ap- the apricorn form is much more uh, is much better. It's a much better mimic. So it may mm-hmm. be simply that they weren't found before this time. This is fascinating. I am a gog. <laughs> um, and I relay all that information. Um, I pull out my flashlight because I have one and I haven't had any need for it <laughs> lately. And um, opening up the, the cage of one of one of these Voltorps, um, uh, I, I hold the flashlight to it and, and turn it on and offer to feed it. As the, soon as the... you get within five feet of the Voltorb, your flashlight sparks and, and uh, smoke falls, uh, pours out of it. All right, that's broken. <laughs> it sucked. I, I uh, it sucked all the electricity out immediately. Good, good. It did. Um, uh, you, you like that, huh? <laughs> Liliana, as you're looking at these uh, apricorn Voltorb and kind of figuring out what's going on, you just realized a loophole. Um, the rules on Charlathon Sanctuary are about bringing a Pokemon, uh, agreeing for a Pokemon to come along with you. Are agreeing for a Pokemon to come along with you and not capturing them. There's nothing about physically bringing a Pokemon across the line. Of course, this is oh. a this is a twisty thing where you know doing so for no reason, like physically dragging an unwilling Pokemon across the line, is going to get you in trouble. But in terms of when it needs medical attention or there's another emergency, it's completely understandable to bring a Pokemon across the Trilithon Sanctuary line and deal with it from there. <laughs> and these are obviously starving in yep. need of help. Yep, Both and are. the and the Machop outside are unconscious and definitely wounded. Ah, perfect. I relate this information. Come on, guys, pillage all you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um look around for a pallet or something that maybe we can put given, them all on. And... Given the sheer amount of them. Yeah. Uh, um, it's unfeasible to bring them all back with you. Uh. It would take quite a bit of time and maybe more people. You could definitely bring a couple back as proof of what's going on okay. and then send people towards it. But bringing Let's them all it. back now is unlikely. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, one of the good things that you know with your uh, score about uh, Electrovores 
uh, uh, Professor Sneeze is that they don't tend to die of starvation very quickly, or at least like yeah. it's not a big thing. Generally, they they can tend to go to a dormant state, where as soon as they uh, fee- where as soon as they notice excess electricity, they spark up and eat it all. But they're able to stay in that dormant state for quite a long period of time. Got it. So there's less of a chance of right. any of them. Yeah. Well, um, I'll say to the rest of the... I'll, I'll pick up a crate for myself uh, with one of the one of them in it uh, to carry that, and then I'll say to the rest of them, we'll, we'll be back for you. We'll, we'll send help. Don't worry. And then start um, heading on the way back. Um, you start heading back out of Trailathon Sanctuary? Or of the yeah. Sanctuary itself? Okay. Yep. Uh, grabbing, um, yeah, Sorry. If, if you want to grab the, the Machop, too, and, and bring them back to get them medical attention. I'm trying to think if Charlie gets a loud red or if he grabs one of the Voltorb. Hmm. Right, uh, as this is going on, uh, Liliana, can I get a focus check as you guys are heading back? Char- Charlie grabs the Voltorb and brings it there as well. Mm-hmm. I got a four. Okay, um, as you're heading back, something's bothering you, and you, you can't quite put your finger on what, but you feel like there's something you're forgetting. You mean my great ball with grunge in it? No, no, you have that. Okay, I was gonna say, I already grabbed that. It, it um, still feels like there's something you're forgetting, maybe related to that. Uh, can I use an intuition? <laughs> if you want to, sure, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Get the the other Pokemon we befriended. No, no, you'll head back towards them. But yeah, this is this is specifically for Liliana. Um, I got an eight for intuition. Uh, It hits you. The great ball that you have grunge in. The great ball that you didn't have grunge in when you came in. Oh. The great ball that was empty before you entered the sanctuary. Now, now, you'll be able to explain it, but it, it's it's un, it's possible that you'll be able to explain what's going on here. But there's going to be some interesting moments, and it's a very strict law, so. Uh-oh. I mean, could I just, like, grunge out now and just have him walk around with our party again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say uh, Pokeball, Pokeballs that have Pokemon in them have a distinct signature that can be read. So it can be read that a Pokemon was oh. captured with that Pokeball, but having him out and, okay. and around will kind of give it a little more there as well. Didn't you also say okay. that she could, like, break the Pokeball and technically release him? Yes. If she broke the Pokeball and had the broken pieces, that would be fine. There'd be there'd be some questions, but it wouldn't be an immediate, you're arrested. Yeah. Well, I suppose, too, like, he is still, he doesn't have any injuries, but his HP is lower anyways, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess I could just make a case for that. Okay. They would have seen you go into the sanctuary with with grunge, I suppose. It's true, it's true. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, especially too, once we talked to McCool, I'm sure he'd be pretty... Nirav. I think cool. you mean Nirav. Or, oh, dang it! <laughs> Nirav. I don't know why I said McCool. Your wordplay doesn't work! I would say you wanted, to say, you wanted the pun, that's why you said it, McCool. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, anyways, he'd be... I feel like he'd be cool with it. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. I don't think he'd be far off from your logic there. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Sorry, too much of a stretch. Too uh, much. 
So yeah, so I'm I'm not gonna worry about that, but I will pick up a Machop since the poor things hurt. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Save it. so so you head back towards uh, the the sanctuary exit, and you kind of can pick up the Pokemon that you talked with before mm-hmm. on the way there. Uh, and you go there, they they kind of react to your new injuries and everything. Are like, what happened here? They're just going there, but they decide to still follow along with you. Um, as you make it back there, you see the same uh, pink-haired girl coming over you, and she looks over you. She looks at you guys for a second, like as you're getting closer, and then immediately, this is the fastest you've seen her move. Immediately, just spins and runs off. By the time you get back, she's back with three other people uh, from the sanctuary proper, and is like, "You found injured Pokemon here. Hand them over. We, we can get them to the sanctuary immediately. Yeah, or we can get them to the Please to the do. center." <laughs> What happened to you guys? You're all injured as well. Let's get you to the sanctuary. Let's get you the let's get you to the to the center, and it'll be good. We had a run-in with the flames of Agni. Call Narad. I have proof. You realize um, the moment that none of the people standing there are wearing pins, which just yeah, might be a happy coincidence. That before I uh, no. <laughs> It's fine. It, it might just be a happy coincidence, but none of them are wearing pins. Um, and, she, and she looks and he goes, Nirav has gone to the sanctuary. He'll be back at nightfall. You remember that Nirav was going oh, to deal great. with the uh, was was going to deal with the other area where they were actually shipping whatever they were doing that same day. Mm-hmm. So he'll be back at nightfall. Is is there? All right. Um, Let's bring you to the center. Get back. Uh, I I want to speak to him. Right away, we'll, we'll need to talk to you about this in any case. Okay. I'll check your I'll I'll, I'll check your uh, Pokeballs and everything later. Just get to the center. These guys are these Impervolts are starving. What are they doing out there? They were being held captive. I don't know why, but uh, we'll talk to Nerav about it some more, I guess, and maybe he'll know more about what they're shipping and and what their plan is. Alright. And so as you guys are led off to the center and everything is going on there, uh, I believe we have run out of time. (laughs) So thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me at PokeRollNick one of these days. <laughs> I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. Um, you can uh, catch me in the tap room and also check out the Puckle podcast where I do a monthly Pokemon trivia show. Check us out. It's fun. I'm Michael and you can follow me on Twitter at M-P-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L I wonder if our listeners have that like memorized by now. You know, 30 Pop quiz next time. Right. That's right. <laughs> next time I want you to spell it for me. <laughs> Who's that Twitter name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hi, I'm Lydia. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. 
and I actually just posted tonight as we were recording because I was getting super hot-blooded because it was fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but come talk with us in the chat room. I'm sure after this episode, you will probably have stuff to say. So yeah, talk with us. Say it. Let us know your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. All say right. it. If you like what we <laughs> please. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. After a destructive duel with the Flames of Agony, the trainers are back out of Trilothon Sanctuary proper and in the city, tending to their wounds. Mirav is still in the Sanctuary, dealing with the other base for the Flames of Agony. Is the letter found by the trainers enough to convince the people of Trilocon Sanctuary of the Flames' guilt? When will Narav get back? And what exactly were the Flames doing with the starved Aethervolt? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollouts. Infiltrating the Flames of Agony base located within the Sanctuary. <laughs> this is this, this is great because I was just thinking to myself, wow, this is going really good. Maybe I'll get it in one. Nope. <laughs> With it, okay. Uh oh, Okay, good. So it wasn't just me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. No, we can't hear Nick. Nick was murdered by the internet. <laughs> About I mean, the last what? one. Last one was what? Last one was what? What was the last one? Hey, oh, I found the problem. Rotom, get out of here! Come on, get out of here! Stop that, Rotom! No, not a Rotom. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> Liliana. Oh, sorry. No problem. Oh. As if yelling is gonna make it. A, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did. It came through. <laughs> I didn't yell. I projected. Uh, yay! Woo. Episode thirty. Woo! That was a good one, but a long one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I realize I have been watching a lot of Critical Role, so I'm like, I'm just going to spice up every attack now because it's fun. Yeah, awesome. I had a lot of things bouncing off. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.